Welcome to Payne on Politics, a podcast where host Dr. Gregory Payne of Emerson College sits down with fellow experts to discuss the current state of politics, public opinion, and global affairs. In a world growing increasingly complex, communication and critical thinking is key. This only makes the Emerson motto, expression necessary to evolution, more true. Hello, this is Gregory Payne, the Chair of Communication Studies, the first school of communication in the United States for Payne on Politics. And I am here with a good friend, a, a fellow gringo in beautiful Rediscover Rosarito, Mexico, as we call it at Emerson College, Steve Abbott. So, Steve, welcome to Payne on Politics. Well, thanks very much, Greg. Now, of course, there are many reasons that I would want to talk to you. You've, uh, you've, been, you've served our country well, and thank you for your service. But also, you have been someone who epitomizes to me the beauty of why so many people, why so many Americans, gringos, decide not only to visit Rosarito and Baja, but to live here. How long have you been in Baja, and can you tell me why you like it so much? I moved down here about 20 years ago when I uh, retired from teaching in the classroom in San Diego. And I came down just on a hunch that I thought I might like it. Uh, I've lived in other countries before with different cultures than uh, than we have in the United States, and I've always enjoyed living in a uh, in a place where uh, you can learn, you have the opportunity to learn a language, meet different people of different varying backgrounds, and uh, be on vacation, so to speak. Uh, to be honest. The primary reason I moved here was for the cost of living. Yes. Um, I, while I was working, I had a decent enough income that I could live on the beach in the United States. After my income was cut in half by retiring, I no longer had that option. And I didn't want to live in the inland and desert areas where the cost of living is three or four times what it is here. As we can tell from the background, it's festive here in Rosarito, right? It certainly is. Uh, and, and we're just entering the, the summer season now. And I guess if you could call it a drawback, from my point of view, it's very crowded, very loud um, during the tourist season, uh, particularly on the three U.S holiday weekends, Memorial Day, Fourth of July, and Labor Day. Uh, spring break is also uh, quite wild down here, like like you would expect. It's cheaper to go or to come here than it is to go to um, Cancun yes. or, or other exotic destinations that you'd have to fly to. Many people, they're able to from L.A., it's a four or five hour drive maximum to get down here. Yes. Well, you know, when I, I first started coming, when I had taken a year from Illinois and gone to USC and came down, and there was just a magical quality. What I love, and you know better, having lived in San Diego, is that you can cross that border, and yet it's a totally distinct, different culture, as you said, economy also. Uh, there are, what, thirty to 40,000 Americans who live here. And from your perspective, how have you found the Mexican people? Because when I watch news, if I look at Fox News and some of those others, it's a very dangerous place. But when I keep here, I keep thinking, this is not what I see in that mediated reality. I agree. 
Um, I've lived here, as I think I said, for about 20 years now, and I've never heard a gunshot fired in anger. But if you watch many of the uh, news outlets that get uh, that sensationalize some of the things that happen here, beheadings and hanging from hanging people from over overpasses and that sort of thing, uh, that is really uncommon. And unless you're involved, well, there goes one now. I think probably it's from <laughs> some of the partiers that have just come back from that uh, concert at Bahamar last night. But okay, continue yeah, on. Okay, um, as I say, I have I, I've never encountered, seen, or heard of anybody, any gringos involved in any of the violent uh, things you read about in the paper or see on, on TV. It does happen. But if you're not involved in a criminal enterprise, your um, chances of being involved in something like that is zero to nil. You learn very quickly places you should not go. I mean, there's, but you, no matter any U.S. citizen city, there are certain parts of that town that you wouldn't go to. Right. Well, the same is true here. Yes. There are certain parts of Rosarito that I won't, I have no business going to. Yes. And if I do, I know I'm taking a, a, a risk. Um, there are people that, Mexican people, that you can quickly figure out uh, whether they're the kind of people that you want to socialize with. Yes. And so you pick your friends carefully, just like you would on the other side in the U.S. Well, I think that's very, very good criteria. I know, as you know, we've had a Rediscover Rosarito Film Festival, which is objective is furthering understanding through communication. Primarily, we thought it initially between Americans and Mexicans, but as you have been a judge in the past, we've had students from Asia, we've had students from Europe that have participated in the making of the films as well as special events. Now. You have been a judge at these uh, film festivals, and you have seen some of the products. What What's your impression of what uh, the kids do in basically two weeks, having no training prior to in terms of uh, filmmaking? I've been to two of the film fests uh, as a judge to, uh, in both of those cases, and it was really impressive how a young college student can be so creative and put together storylines that really touch the heart. Um, I never had a bad uh, experience at any of those. And in fact, I look forward to being invited back year after year. Now that uh, the pandemic may be on the wane, um, I'm looking forward to getting together again this August. Yes like to just hit one other topic. We right now in the United States are going through a re-examination of what happened uh, on January the 6th. And you're someone who served your country in the military. Could you just give us your thoughts in terms of the division that we see now in the United States and what we should do when we're talking about reestablishing contact with Mexicans and Americans there? How can we become more bridge builders among ourselves in the United States? I wish I had a good answer. 
I, I heard this. I watched the program this morning, for example, that someone commented that the politicians in both the uh, or primarily the Senate are more divided than we are as Americans. I don't know if I agree with that or not, but that might be a, a fine place to start. Start with politics and the politicians, and it will hopefully trickle down, if I could use that word, to the, to the populace. Uh, I watched, let's see, today is Sunday. I watched Thursday night's uh, program on the uh, select committee's hearings during prime time. And to me, it was gut-wrenching. I really don't remember having seen anything like that in my adult life. There are others that would say that the divisions during the Vietnam were perhaps as acute. Um, I don't know, I didn't, I, I was young. Uh, in, in my early 20s, so I'm, I'm not sure I had a grasp at that time of how divided the nation was. But I, I do have a grasp today because I've got a lot of time to read and uh, watch uh, political discourse on, uh, on cable news. And I'm, I'm sick that we are so wide apart and whether it's the politicians that are wider or we are I don't know but I <laughs> I'm not going to change my attitudes beliefs or opinions um, based on propaganda and hatred is a is a tough word but I don't feel any sharing of morals and values with the far right at this point in my life. And I, I don't expect that it it'll get any better. I think it'll get worse before it gets better. Well, I, I hope, uh, as you have said, that we can find those commonalities. I know having been uh, a student at the University of Illinois in that particular time, which the President's Commission said was the most divided time in American history, we never saw anything where the Capitol was assaulted, and it looks like a large group of people, including one network that did not cover uh, the investigation, deciding that they would not uh, focus on that. Uh, to me, in order to correct the situation, we have to face what the problem is. And whether it's Rediscover Rosarito or whether it's uh, looking at uh, issues we face with that particular issue in America or the Ukraine, it's about trying to find commonalities through communication. Steve, thank you so much for joining this podcast, Paint on Politics, uh, from Emerson College, where all we've been doing since 1880 is telling stories. Thank you for sharing yours with us today. Well, thanks a lot, Greg. I really enjoyed it.